I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This week on Up to 90, we talk... Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. We're big golf fans, aren't we, Emma? (laughs) Yeah. Just because we know nothing about golf isn't going to stop us from talking about golf. Is it, Emma? No, it's not. I know, I really know nothing about golf. There's a few sports that I can like... No, I'm I have very no bad. idea. Absolutely nothing. What and I'm doing this episode, so that's somewhat disconcerting. Oh, we're back in the car. Back in the car to where it all began. At Liffey Valley. And we just had some fucking weird out Oh my God. Car. Okay, bit of etiquette. Oh. If you are in an abandoned, <laughs> empty car park... <laughs> And you're walking aimlessly around and you want to know where the, where's the nearest Tesco. What, that's Don't what go up to the car. Press, practically pressed his face against oh the window. Oh my God. Yes. And the worst part was, <laughs> not even discreetly did I put the lock on. Like, I'm sorry, but well, I thought you were stranger gonna... danger. <laughs> but he was, he was just... He, I, I was going to open the, the window car. to chat. But you were going to open the window and then I was just like... Thank God you were here to tell me not to. <laughs> said tell him you don't know as he's looking me in the eye and he can fucking it was like a really bad ventriloquist no but you know what where you can honestly this might sound a bit far-fetched but defo flasher vibes off him 100 yeah because he was very smiley very chirpy nobody's that happy to be unable to find a tesco at what time is it? Like nine, like would it be nine o'clock? Not a ch- on a Monday. Nobody's that. Like if you were genuinely looking for a Tesco, mm. your think, energy <laughs> is not. I mean, it's not going to be that. I think what happened was he walked past the car. He saw that there was two females, two honeys. Let's face it, Emma. Two right. absolute well, no, ten on. out of no, ten. No, hang on. He ca- what happened was he came back to the car. And then he just made up the question about Tesco because he saw how old we were. Because you can't flash old people. Well, it's Because like, they're just going to go, and? Yeah. Show me something I haven't seen. You're pathetic. Up to 90. Up to 90. Up to 90. With Emma and Julie. I do remember. Like flashers focus on young people. There was a flasher. 
there was a flasher years ago mm-hmm. um, in Dingle. My auntie told me this story. And some one of the elder lemons in our family, um, she was walking along with them. Mm. And anyway, walking this along man, with him. she was walking along with an elder lemon in the family. So like okay. a lady, let's just say a grand I thought you were like something. saying your aunt was dating the flasher. Yeah, no, they're together. It's actually my granddad now. <laughs> um, but they were walking past. And uh, anyway, there was this like man basically with his willy out. Mm. And like grand aunt in question didn't bat an eyelid. And just turned and said, oh, sure, we all have to, something on the lines of we all have to pee sometime or piddle sometime. Which one has said pee? But we all have to piddle sometime by Ian. Good oh, one, isn't it? It is a good one, yeah. I think I've never, oh, we, we've discussed the flashers of our youth, but it was the I 90s, was, so people just got their willies out willy-nilly. Pardon <laughs> I the think pun. we discussed it um, with Gordo, Gordo yeah. It? He opened up a bit of a Pandora's box of trauma yeah. there. <laughs> You were getting flashed every morning walking to school. I, I'd i say I've been flashed, well, as like a teenager, I probably got flashed. I'd say there's like five or six gold flasher stories, like dinner party flasher stories. See, I think most I of the 18, people... It all dried up. I, I think most of the people who flashed their willies at me, like it's just been so... It's been more... I think for shits and giggles rather than I've never had the full on trench coat experience. Masturbating towards you. Kind yeah, of, yeah, no. yeah. Oh, I did actually at Listoon Varna. Oh. There was, we were oh, down. Hi to Rachel. Uh, Rachel's just bought a gaff with her fella. So, con- so congratulations, singing, Rachel. Was he singing that as he masturbated? We were in Listoon Varna. We were on the dance floor and there was a guy. Oh, the dance floor? On the flasher. dance floor. And yeah. there was a guy openly tugging, like openly tugging. And I said it to Rachel. And it was out. He pissed was he herself laughing. Or it was out? Oh, I mean, full on out. Oh, my God. Full on out. And he was tug, tug, tugging. And I said it to Rachel, who actually burst, like she broke her arse laughing. Mm. Whereas because I'm such a nervy person. <laughs> I was like, this is just horrendous. And then because Rachel was laughing so hard, another couple of girls also spotted him. They all started laughing and I was just He's there with my a like, circle yeah, and started yeah, yeah. clapping. Go on, I think go on, was, I think well, I mean, look, I, I do you know what? That probably turned him on more. Like he probably mm. took our laughs for smiles as in like, yeah, no, this is this is turning <laughs> me on too. Oh yeah, I'm liking it too. Do you like? Oh God, horrific! I mean, it's an obvious question to ask, but have there <laughs> ever been female flashers? No. Is that a thing? Okay. Well, like now we're not going to talk about streakers because streakers are different, but flashers. Yeah. There used to be um, a couple of older women who were knocking around uh, Dublin. I don't know if you remember this, like when you're kind of going to town around O'Connell Street. There was one around O'Connell Street. And she bedolled up to the nines. And I don't know what she was doing. I think she had music with her. Or was she just dancing to now music? I'm not really sure. But <laughs> even as a teenager, you were kind of like, uh, leave her alone. Like, she's not the full whack. But she would um, kind of occasionally flash like security guards outside the shops and stuff, like outside the ILAC centre. She Like we're talking titties here. Yeah, just the arse. She just bent oh, over and give yeah, it whatever. Yeah, yeah. And But I say she was in her 50s. 
and um, I don't know where she went. I assume she ended up somewhere else. But um, that's the only one. And she had some sort of name. Like she was well known in Dublin. Well, everyone has a name, Emma. No, <laughs> she had some sort of. I'm oh. a mad L one who dances in the street at eleven o'clock in the morning kind of name. We're just back from electric picnic, so everyone's feeling a little bit worse for wear today. Uh, a little bit worse for wear. Fred has been minus the phone for the last week. How heartbreaking is this? Did I tell you the story about the phone? So he no. left the phone in the back of an Uber. And this and the what really breaks me my heart for him. Yeah. He was going to pay like he was going to give the driver like an actual cash tip. So you know on an Uber you can go for the 10%, 20% yeah, yeah. tip. So I was telling him, no, 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 like you can do it on your phone. Like you don't actually have to give the cash. It's just easier to do yeah. like the 10% that way. And he, anyway, with the jigs and the reels, the second the car door was closed, we were just walking back and the car was barely, barely around the corner. And he was like, I'm after leaving my phone in the car. He knew straight away. Yeah. So we got on to Uber, we got on to the driver and all the rest. No joy. And I did say to him on Thursday, I said, look, I, I hate to break the news to you, but you're going to have to change your five star review. Like you're going to have to do it. And even when that Uber driver on. responded, oh, no, it wasn't left in the back of the car, even though it was. Even then, it just felt so wrong to give him a one star review. Like, I mean, under what circumstance is it okay? Well, as Fred said, he's like, I probably will leave it at the five star because, <laughs> like, I'm pretty impressed with the way he robbed me. So that really is five star. Oh, we tell you out because anyone I know that's l- lost a phone in a taxi, at worst, the taxi driver will just leave it in at the nearest guard station. You always get it back. Always. Anyone and I, I know that's lost off. a wallet on a bus, got it back. Yeah, no, I because I really do people believe in the kindness decent. of strangers. They are decent, Irish and any time I've left my phone anywhere, decent. I mean, shout out to Charlie's. Do you remember I left my wallet, my keys, <laughs> and my phone on the table? <laughs> that was the the last time. That was that that was the last time we I was in Charlie's. In About country, a year ago, I was with uh, Marie Scone and Ryan Cullen, who were great comedians. Check them out, and I left everything, like absolutely oh, you everything. Were ossified that night, though, weren't you? That was yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. what was going on. Yeah, it was just the, all it a was bit something mad. in the wind that night. Actually, if you were at the late show that night, I do apologise because <laughs> I think I was literally slurring. Yeah, sometimes that was the, the night the, the MC had slept today. Poor old Terry. Hi, Terry, if you're listening, okay, by the way, we do love um, Terry O'Neill. He's a fantastic comedian and actor and all the rest. Absolute, he's just the best. We love him. But, Terry, I will ask the question. How do you sleep it out for a gig (laughs) that's on at half 11, 11.30 p.m. on 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 a Friday night? Do you know what I actually said to somebody? I feel bad now, but I said to somebody who is newer to comedy than we are on Thursday night, and they said something about like, "Oh, this is this, you know, this is great or whatever." And I said, "Yeah, but like, it's the most pointless endeavor that you're Completely ever going to pointless. embark on, and it's it's, a it's waste. just ego. I was like, this is a waste of your time. We're all wasting our time here." stupid so this is our new section which we call (laughs) (laughs) you did a louise woodward on it i can't believe next thing you're going to be telling me you've gone to to see rent 17 times (laughs) red flag no i just said it to you in an audio instead now 
Patreon. We've got to give a shout out to these beautiful people. Yes. We're so, so touched. The cards are currently in print. Uh, mm. So we've got Stan not printing our greeting cards. Because we missed all, a couple yeah. of birthdays. They're getting uh. posted. Uh, everything with us, it's just always yeah. um, the at kids, a slightly more... The kids are all now in base. one bedroom. And the printing press is in the other bedroom. And so we're going to do it after the episode. Now just like... I don't know what yeah. sound the printer makes. Really yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's happening with the cards. The cards are coming. I... I'm going to go through the list. Okay, yes. so we've got, shout out to our lovely um, patrons who we adore and thank you so much for your love and support. Okay, we've got Catherine Bean. We've got Deirdre Kane. Deirdre Kane. We've got Kelsey. We've got Ryan. We've got Robert. We have Dustin. We have Louise. We also have Breed. We have Victoria. We have Oshin. We have Simon, your brother. Simon! How are you, Simon? What's been we going have on? Neil. We have Sarah Jane. We have do 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 scrolling up. We've got Neil. I've already said Neil. We've also got <laughs> hang on, moving it up. Okay, we've got a couple of new people as well. We have uh Jamie. We also have scrolling it up. We've got a Gina. We've got an Anya and a Danielle. Now, if I have left out your name, I think I have. Please let me know because we're still trying to actually work the Patreon thing. I think I've given everyone. Evelyn, did I mention Evelyn? Let's mention her again, even if I did. Um, if I did leave you out, please let me know. Thank you so yes. much for your love and support. Uh, we're asking people for five dollars, which is like what four euro. It's basically the four price euro. of a cup of coffee, really, and it goes towards the running of the podcast. Um, I was going to say studio fees, but we are sitting <laughs> in an abandoned car park. So who are we kidding? Um, like Emma, like at the moment, obviously you have mentioned the three kids are in the one room, but it would be nice if they each had their own bed. So maybe we could kind of do a new tier for that on I Patreon. Know, I know. A new tier. Yeah, definitely. Well, we were talking about some other tiers today. Yes. Will we talk about these? Stuff. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, let, Let's keep it, it on the queue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we were thinking because we do like, you know, we don't want people feeling, um, you know, that it's all grabby, grabby and, you know, they're not getting their money's worth. So we were discussing different ways, uh, different ways that uh, we can reward people who are supporting us because we do really appreciate mm. it. Also, Copperberg, thank you so much for coming into our lives. Treating myself to nice old pear. You know, it's my favourite. Do you know where I had the pear, Copperberg? Where? In the stand in Glasgow. Fred oh. was performing on Thursday. Yeah. Went along. I've never been. I don't know if you've ever been. No. Supposed to be like, it's kind of, you know, a lot of people would say it's like the best comedy club in the UK. Just saying to like a non-comedy listener who doesn't give a shit about comedy. Because as we pointed out, it's pointless. So you're 100% spot on in that. But it, yeah, so they, I had a nice little pair of Copperberg, uh, watched Fred do his thing. Um, it's great and it was lovely uh, summer is still with us and that's why we're still cidering it up I mean you can cider well into it you can cider any time of year really yeah but sure just. I mean you can cider any time of year but you remember like there's lots of drinks that started out as a seasonal thing or only to have it with a yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever 
And I think, like, no better country than to take a drink and just kind of work it into every occasion. Just every every part of the calendar. In a sensible yeah. way. I do think... In a sensible uh, way. Yeah, of course. Obviously, drink sensibly, all the rest. But, yeah, so thank you for coming into our live coffee break. And in relation to our live podcast event, which is happening on September 11th. It's only next week, Emma. It's only next week. And we had to move to the bigger room. Yay! So now there's more tickets because we were all squished yes. and squashed. There are more tickets. Uh, you can get them on Eventbrite. The link is on our Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all the rest, mm-hmm, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be good. So Because now we know, well, there's going to be a few of us there at least. Yeah. It's going to be a nice, nice crowd. And sure, we still have a week and a half to go. So if you had tried and couldn't... Excuse me, I couldn't get tickets. Please do try again because they're, as Emma said, they're more yeah. available. We've got Fred Cook on music, and we've got a comedic panel discussing all things Simpsons. Yes. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And don't bother giving your trocra box back to the school. Keep it and bring it with you because we will have some. Merch. Merch, so merch, 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 merch. First time rolling out the <laughs> Up to 90 <laughs> merch, merch just for you who is coming to the live show. I can't wait for people to see the merch. Shout out to Sarah Woods who did our who Thank did you. our designs and all the artwork and she's amazing and you need to check her out on social media. Now, Tiger Woods. Can I tell you something before oh, we start? Of course. I forgot to tell you this earlier when I was talking to you. So I'm at Electric Picnic, right? Yeah. I just my whole set was what's up, what's up, what's well, up. Well I I did say that to Ryan Cullen that I was like, I might just go up there and twerk for twenty five minutes. Oh yeah, well before my tent went on there was like a, a dance crew Ooh. and I was like sh- could we just like spend the next five minutes sorting out a dance routine because I think that's going to go down a lot better than anyone's fucking set Martin Angolo and who else maybe somebody else was into it but then we kind of just lost the steam but anyway, I did the gig was ready to fly back to my car well not fly back to my car walk into a car park and then look for my car for 20 minutes and I'm talking to comedian John Spillane, who I might I would adopt if I had a better job. But anyway, AKA Mr. Hennessy. Mr. Hennessy. I'm chatting to him and then this woman starts walking towards me and I start to recognise the woman and I get the fear. Who is it but Joe's new teacher for first class? But sure she Ms. was getting Flanagan. the fear of seeing you. But she came up to me to say oh, hello. Okay. So, so she was owning it. Oh, she was on, and I didn't see her when I was on stage. Um, so I got all the goss, and um, I've got a good time for parent teacher meeting and all that crack. But I had a look at her today. She was in today. Oh, can we ha- just have a little moment? A, a boon of us for just a little, a little boon of us. Well done, Miss Flanagan. Was she still covered in glitter? Well, that is the one thing. Mm. The glitter, I mean, even three weeks after yeah, that, yeah, you can't still get find, in the, find the glitter in various orifices. No, I saw her in the hall today and she was kind of rallying up the troops or whatever, getting the class organised. Still in the clothes from yesterday. <laughs> yeah, Eyeliner yeah, down to <laughs> change. It's like we're going to watch a video today. <laughs> a long video. No, she's still, um, she just sounded a bit hoarse. You know what I mean? I kind of gave her a nod. Uh, and then I went into my car and found the principal. 
I was going to say, I'd say you're straight into that WhatsApp group. Straight Fuck the WhatsApp group. Straight dial, dial eight. Ring the teaching council. Dial eight if you wish to report no. a teacher. <laughs> Miss Flanagan. Left. For having a life. <laughs> For having a life. She looked fresh as a daisy. And the other, she was with her mate. Obviously, I didn't know who her mate was. But then I eyeballed her mate in the scale today. Her mate's a fucking teacher You looked her well. up on Facebook. I know. I don't know what their names are. I don't know. But the mate was a teacher as well. So... Everyone in that school is just like, this there's is, probably the whole lot of them. This is a real kind of a buzzer school, is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bit of a buzzer, <laughs> bit of a buzzer school. Today, so. we counted measurements <laughs> using white powder. That's how we did our maths today. <laughs> the scales, oh God. I remember someone had a scales. Uh, and I was like, do you think your brother's dealing drugs? She's like, oh, I don't, I don't think so. I was like, okay, <laughs> moving the on. scales. That oh. was great. I remember in a job I had, I used to have to count the money, so I used a scales. Oh, yeah. Um, I was the right little MacGyver back in the day. It's so sad that my long-term memory is shot and I'm doing a 90s podcast. But anyway, um, but yeah, that's just, uh, just you know, it could have been something I dreamed, but I'm pretty sure it happened. Tell us about Tiger L Woods. Tiger. Do you know his real name? Uh, Lion. Eldrick. Oh, Eldrick Taunt Tiger Woods um, is, of course... Um, the richest golfer in the world. He was the first billionaire sportsman. And was he? yeah, That's and he was a child prodigy when it came to the out golf. So he was mad about his dad. His dad was very much kind of like a mentor. Oh yeah. I remember I've seen Earl. videos of him when he was a kid and even getting interviewed as a kid and stuff. Yeah, so he was uh, very much a mentor. Earl was big into the golf and like essentially he was like this child prodigy. So mm. he beat his dad for the first time when he was like 11 and Earl just said he never beat me again. I, he, I, I never beat him after that. Okay. Like he was just that good. And uh, he was a confident young man in the sense that like he has always been kind of construed as a bit odd or a bit off. Like he's quite terse with media. Um, people would have always kind of assumed like that he just maybe wasn't that much of a people person, etc. But he was always like quite confident in his abilities and all the rest. Yeah. So he would have said like in uh, he was he grew up in Orange County in California, and like there was a bit of you know I suppose local interest in him because he was just so amazing. And as a young teenager, like he, you know, was very open on the fact he was like, well, I think like a lot of people said in one interview, a lot of people might view me as a bit of a Michael Jordan of golf. Like, okay. and you know, like he was only like 14 or 15, but he was well aware like that he had the yeah. potential to make it. And uh, so by 20, he had turned professional in 1996. By the end of, and he was 20 at that stage. Okay. End of April, 1997, he'd won three PGA Tour events. And then the 1997 Masters, uh, he won by, so he won that, he was the youngest ever to win it, and he won by a record 12 strokes, which I'm guessing, Emma, is impressive. Is that swimming, is it? Who knows how it even works? I mean, it's as bad as cricket. Less than a year after turning pro, bearing in mind, like, this is a 21-year-old. He was number one in the world. So, I mean, pretty, you know, pretty pretty impressive the thing with tiger woods was like golf had always been seen as a bit stuffy bit boring um and he brought this level of kind of 
charisma like he definitely brought something kind of exciting into yes. the world well, there of was, golf there was definitely people talking about golf who hadn't talked about golf before because they were interested in Tiger Woods because he was kind of young was he attractive yeah no he was and Teeth he were a he, bit of an issue uh, well the <laughs> maybe but what I would say about him and maybe this is just when I was looking back through photos today mm. I thought even in terms of from the outset how he dressed was impressive you know I mean maybe it's because he was young and in really was good he shape a bit slicker yeah yeah a bit slicker like even when he won there in 1997 I was like oh that's a nice little that's a nice little garb so you're telling um, me you would have had dirty rides with Tiger in a car well, ah, yeah. Well, we'll get to that now in a minute. But <laughs> I would say one thing he did as well, obviously, made an absolute mint. I mean, we're talking brand machine, like sponsorship machine. He uh, would have been Sorry, very can much I just, set Can I just on. say that my uh, Renault Scenic is a very reliable car and it's great for me and my family's needs. It's funny because it, it's you say that, but yet you're always gagging to do the podcast in my Yaris. <laughs> I think it's just because it's just so much roomier in here, a bit more spacious. Um, you know, we've got, I love, what I love about the Yaris, I'm discovering new buttons every day. So I just love the ease with which I can discreetly <laughs> lock my door. <laughs> when a flasher comes along. When up. a flasher comes along. I think, to be fair, <laughs> I think he was one state, I think he was one gradient above flasher. I'd say dogger. Dogger 101. What do you reckon? I, can you do dogging minus a car? be a bit of a occupational hazard well it? I think the whole thing is that you have to kind of drive off to somewhere secluded it's just it's logistically it's just well, going to be I'm harder looking around and tick is all I have to say tick to that sorry, I'm so, looking at pictures of Tiger he is sorry he is actually good looking he's yeah. just he's not for me now the body looks thing, good but the yeah, face no, is I mean amazing body yeah. yeah but one thing he was dead set on was he Women. wanted he, he was mad <laughs> for the ride absolutely mad for the ride but also he was dead set on people viewing golf as an as athletic pursuit okay. rather than just something you did to unwind at the weekend rather so he really pushed darts. it rather than you know golf in the 90s guys basically consisted of um you know, like a group of dads going away let's say to Turkey for a golfing holiday and they wouldn't bring one golf club. You know what I mean? That was that was golf in the nineties. But Tiger was like, no, like if we're gonna do it, if we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it. We're actually going to do it. We're yeah. buying the clubs. <laughs> Does your dad play golf? Yeah, did he? You'd know that a mile off, wouldn't you? Yeah. He's a real, he's, yeah, he's a social butterfly. Yeah. So he loves the. It's great for the socialising golf. I'd imagine it would be, yeah. No, my dad never got involved in it. It's a good one. And he was in, he was in, like, he was in jobs where, like, it was like everyone, like, let's go play golf, everybody. He's like, golf shit. I can imagine him <laughs> with the fag out the back. He's like, not for me, thanks. No. Um, yeah, so he was yeah. mad into the, mad into the golf, uh, mad for the ride and all the rest. Now, 1978, actually, this was one thing I forgot. When he was a smallie, age three, this was yeah. kind of funny. He appeared on the Mike Douglas show and he he put it against comedian Bob Hope. What a, I mean, how adorable is that? Really cute. So basically, Earl was mentoring him. Uh, he, he was doing his him? thing. I don't understand. Like as in a putting contest. 
Oh, he put it against, put it against him. I, I thought you meant like he put it against him. I was like, what did he put against him? So let's gotcha. talk. Gotcha. Let's gotcha. talk real stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. so Tiger was married to Ellen. Okay, yeah. so Ellen, bit of a Beautiful babe, bit Ellen. of a babe. Oh, I mean, absolutely gorgeous. So basically, what happened was was that Tiger was driving home. Oh, was his she da- a model or whatever. Was she he? was a model, yeah. and also her mom, which I thought was kind of interesting. So her mom was like, stiff. she's like this big politician in Sweden. Oh, yeah. So the mom was like, so the mom was kind of a big deal in Sweden. Ellen was a total babe. She was a model, the huge. And Tiger's dad actually died in 2006, by the way, just for a bit of context. And he was devastated by that. Um, what happened was, and I'm just going to get to this now, two seconds. It's mad though that um, his wife was a model and her mother was a politician. Like imagine yeah. her mother becoming a politician during the time that she did and kind of rising through the ranks and like, you know, probably, you know, embarking on new territory. And then your your daughter's like, I'm going to be a model because you can't be annoyed because she's she's doing what she wants to do. But at the same time, you're kind of like, oh. I know, I know. It's well not to be judgy because I mean that's not us. That's not us. We don't. If I could model, I would, and I'd build a fucking empire, and I'd bottle my farts and sell them. But no one's gonna want to sniff that. Yeah. So basically, what happened? It was two thousand and seven, and what happened was that the National Enquirer had published details, um, basically saying, you know, the Tiger Woods and an affair and all that kind of crack. So some of the stuff they publish is actually true. Yeah, I think so. November twenty fifth, two thousand and seven. Or of course, if we were in America, they'd say. 25th of November. They do it the other way around, don't they? It's really annoying. No, they say November 25th. We say 25th of November. No, when we're we're writing a date, what date is it today? It's the 2nd of the 9th, 2019. They would write... 0902. They'd write September... Well, it kind of does make more sense the way they do it. Do you think it does? September, yeah, it actually does. Okay, touche. Okay. You don't need to... It's not as wordy. So nine eleven. If it had happened in Ireland, would have been eleven nine. Would have been eleven nine. Okay, that's November twenty fifth. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that mad? Okay, <laughs> that's mad. That is comedy gold. Okay, hell. November twenty fifth. So we're talking. It's a Thanksgiving time of year, yeah. okay? It's National Enquirer publishes a story alleging time. Tiger Woods, wait for Emma, had an affair. Dump, with dump, a New York dump. nightclub hostess. Still don't know what a nightclub hostess is, but I just know that I was never going to be one with the turquoise eyeshadow and horrendous fake from tan I was rocking during the noughties. Say it, Emma. From what I can gather, a nightclub hostess is someone that has to kind of go around and be nice to people and pretend like they give a shit. And then they kind of just drink as well. Yeah, oh, that sounds like my kind of job. <laughs> But you have to be nice for the 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 whole of the night. You can't like start off nice <sighs> no, and then fucking no, get no, emotional. No. The other day, I so was it's a trickier than it looks. Actually, not even the other day, but I will talk about the fact that I was at a social engagement mm-hmm. over the course of the summer, and you know everyone around me was saying, "Oh, isn't this such crack? And isn't this so much fun?" And I actually said, made up a reason to go home and watch. 
the final of Project Runway on Netflix. Like, I mean, it's Netflix. I could have watched it any time. But joking? I was like, I'm just, I just, I'm done. I was done. You know, I'm done at about 1am really, any night. Well, oh. I'm done. You know, unless I'm on a complete mad one, I'm, I start doing the driving, you know, that driving Oh, that, that like you're telling Fred, like I'm driving. Like, I do let's... the driving gesture to people who say, "Do you want to drink?" And I'm, like, I'm driving. Oh yeah, I'm driving tomorrow, <laughs> November twenty seventh. Oh, Tiger Woods crashes. Do you remember this? He crashed the car into a fire hydrant and oh, a neighbor's yes. tree. A two 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 two. Twenty five a.m. Just here, meet. Is he a flasher? No, 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 no. He's he's now he's a man walking with purpose. If he came over and asked me where Tesco was, I'd be buying what he's selling. Yeah, yeah. Your man didn't even have a bag for life. Oh, he didn't have a bag. Nothing was adding up. He wasn't doing a big shop. Anyway, on a Monday, Mister Woods's wife, Ellen. This is funny. Sorry, I shouldn't say this is funny. Sometimes my internal monologue sometimes comes out when I'm re- when I'm really tired. Sometimes I actually I do actually speak listen, the truth. I listened back to a fucking episode today when I was in the car. You know, I was driving. I was like, I'm just gonna actually listen to one of these episodes just for the fucking like gas, whatever. Listen back, and we were talking about the fucking WhatsApp audios again. And it was like, basically the whole thing was, if the WhatsApp audios got released, I'd be fine, but you'd be oh, fucked. Oh, I'd be fucked. I'd actually, be absolutely fucked. I was fucked. actually laughing to myself. And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, Judy, you're the biggest bitch I know. Well, now listen. And then that's exactly what she said. She said, come on. Come on. And then I said, okay, well, top 10. I wouldn't and then say like, bitch. I wouldn't say bitch. But realist. Realist. I just <laughs> like to be real when I'm not okay, real speaking talk. directly to the person. Okay. <laughs> I'm all about the real talk. And then I meet the person. I'm like, oh my God, hiya, babes. We should do coffee. But you see, it's it's always kind of, it's very rarely, like, you know the two, probably, you know, the two people that I really find insufferable in comedy. And one day, <laughs> after a glass of wine, we're going to do, we're going to do an Instagram live and I'm just going to tell the world, world, like, I wake up in the middle of the night, one in particular, and you know who this person is. So one in particular, and I will I mean, wake up in the middle of the night. Which I mean, oh, both male. <laughs> But, of course, I mean, who's surprised at that? But I wake up in the middle of the night and I actually just shake Fred and I say, you know, you know what just annoys me? And then I always start with, I don't hate him, but you know what annoys me the most? And Fred's like, you need to sort your life out. This is exactly what I do to you, what Ella does to me. Ella gets in the car at me and she'll start bringing up subjects that she knows I'm going to fucking go off on one. So she brings up things like, I don't know, our local super value, which pisses, basically all the local what shops around What the super value? Me. What's going on with the super values? <laughs> Just all the shops around where I live are utter shite. I like, this is the typical thing. I go and get bread. I bring it home. Um, like, it's um, fucking um, mouldy. Um, 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 <laughs> but then Ellen will just drop it in. And I'll get all worked up in the car. And then she'll just start laughing. And she gets me all fucking angry about stuff. And she's like, I'm really starting to understand that you're just an angry person. And I was like, no. I was like, you keep fucking bringing up the topics that you know are going to fucking rile me up. And then she started laughing. So I figured out what she does. She's keeping me angry. She likes you, Matt. <laughs> yeah, she does. 
like yeah. the entertainment. You're like you're like the little Alsatian out the back that you just you just like to go with them just enough. Yeah, but to I'm keep cute. Them. I'm not a, like I'm not a meldy one. No, you're like... right. You are cute, and that's the main thing. Anyway, so <laughs> November twenty seventh. But yeah, one cute. day look Instagram live. I am gonna announce to the world the two people I find absolutely <laughs> insufferable, no and I will come. Give a shit. I will come as a surprise to no one. And do you know what? I'd actually be waiting for people to say to me, yeah, you're fucking right, actually. <laughs> Thank God somebody said it. At last. Uh, okay, November 27th, he had this little car crash, a minor detail. Yes. And then his wife, Ellen, do you remember she used the golf club to smash one of the SUVs with, with back windows? Do you remember oh, that? Yes, that's when it was like, yeah. oh, hang on now, something's going so on So now here. it's gone from... You know, by the way, just to say, like, this is a typical, like, Irish marriage Friday night. Like, we all remember these moments from our childhoods. Like, it's just oh, really, yeah. the memories are flooding back. So, uh, she told me she only did that because Tiger was unconscious and she was trying to get him out of the car. We never established, like, whether or not that was the case. <laughs> so, uh, they please then interviewed... Good excuse, though, for uh, Interviewed Tiger... Uh, his agent was telling them, oh, they're kind of unavailable at the moment. And the police like, we kind of need to talk about this. And then uh, November 29th. So basically, uh, Tiger came out and he said, oh, listen, just so you know, it was a really embarrassing crash. Uh, obviously, this situation is all my fault and it's embarrassing to me and my family. I'm human. I'm not perfect. As, as a, and like, then said as it's a private matter. What like when is a crash not fucking embarrassing? Yeah, and then the I never understand why the police do this. Then they followed that up by that day they released the nine one one call made by Mister Woods's neighbour. You're just like, why would you do that? I think that's real, just shits and giggles. November kind of thing, th- November thirtieth. Okay, so November November thirtieth. So Tiger withdraws from the from a golf tournament, and he says, "Do you know what? I'm going to take a bit of a withdraws break from a lady. I'm not going to withdraw. Always withdraw, guys. Um, so he's not going to compete again until the following year, December the first. Then." Uh, they find him whopper hundred and sixty four dollars for careless driving, and four points. I mean, I'm liking Tiger a bit more to, now. I have to say, I've pinned their Tiger. What, you know when people are like famous and they're fucking up with the driving, it just seems like such a fucking lame way to ruin everything. Like, why not just go fucking big on the drugs or? On fucking prostitutes and like yeah 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 driving well, like we'll a get dope. To the prostitutes. So basically, <laughs> he so yeah. that so the the neighbor who called nine one one, she claimed that like it didn't look because there were rumors that Tiger had been bent up by the wife and stuff. Oh right, okay. And she was like, no, 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 like he looked totally grand. So then the second of December, U.S. Weekly, uh, they published a story saying that an L.A. cocktail waitress claimed she had a. Thirty-one month long affair with Mr. Woods, mm. and then the woman Jamie Grubbs, unfortunate name, but anyway, says she has proof in three hundred text messages. Always keep the text messages, guys. Mm. Um, and then the worst part, and I know how you feel about this, Ems. Uh, she claims she met Tiger the week after the two thousand and seven Masters, two months before his missus gave birth to their first child. Dirt bird. Yeah. And so then basically three hours later, do you remember this? Uh Tiger comes out and he was like, Look, 
Uh, I regret with all of my heart in a statement all, like on his website he said look I regret it all um, you know I'm dealing with this um, behind closed doors with my family but he was all like talking about the personal failings all that kind of crack mm. um, and then 7th so of December so hashtag I got caught yeah so uh, so this uh, sorry the 8th of, De- 8th of December then they got a 911 call from Tiger's house at 2.35am so like everything's happening at 2.25 2.35 which interestingly is usually the time I go for my my evening pee you know there's always mm. that time well, that you get either, up look they're, they're either getting up too early or they're going to bed too late something's wrong they're not getting a full full night's sleep Ellen's mother Barbara oh. is huh. transported to hospital suffering from stomach pains. And then I said that about how she's like a politician and stuff. Anyway, yeah. so 9th of December then, uh, uh, Gatorade, which is obviously like one of the drinks Pepsi makes, they said, yeah. you know what, we're not going to have Tiger anymore. And then the 10th of December, uh, Jamie Grubbs, so she's the woman at the centre of the scandal. So she appeared on that show Extra and apologises to Tiger's family. Oh, I mean, just 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 keep your mouth fucking shut. Full stop, isn't it? Like, yeah. And it just started getting a bit. It just totally snowballed. So, like, the British tabloids were on him. Uh, there were all this, all these reports of unprotected sex with the porn stars. Um, that he had to be tested for uh, sexually transmitted, transmitted, transmit, transmitted. What kind diseases. of diseases were they, Julie? Were they trans? I don't know. Uh, but and then he basically said on the website that he was taking a break from golf and that he wanted to focus on his marriage and try to make that work um, and then there was just a litany of like basically any brands that he represented people coming out and saying yeah we will stand by him or we won't stand by him a couple did cut ties with the tiger cut ties with Andrick yeah, but a few of them the brand, exactly it? yeah so then uh, a couple of weeks after Ellen was looking for uh, Ellen was looking for a divorce after Christmas because it's nice to wait until you know you're new done year, with the new year new me yeah, you're done with the done with the Christmas she'd have probably one more year of marriage as well so she'd probably get a few more dollars yeah, and then uh, again, like the thirtieth of December, like the report came out saying like that they thought that like he'd, you know, looked a bit better up the night of the accident and all the rest. So AT and T cancelled the L sponsorship. Probably getting smashed with tits in his face all yeah. the time. That was the problem. Fifteenth uh, of January, good old Roger Frederer came out and he was like, "Look, you know, he's a wonderful golfer. I've chatted him on the phone. All the rest, things are going to be fine." And then Fuck that was off, what, you fucking yeah. bore, Roger. So no, Roger, no, asked, what, Roger, pushed him over the edge, and he said, "You know what?" If I can't fucking chat to mate on the phone without him going off saying, listen, don't worry, he's he'll be fine. I've just talked to him, <laughs> pushed him over the edge. So he checked in the day after Roger came out as a really supportive friend. He checked in to a rehab facility mm-hmm. because he was addicted to rogering himself. And I'm talking about the sexual kind. So he went there, <laughs> uh, treated for sex addiction while he was there. All these other people came out and said, you know what? I also actually had an affair uh, with oh, Tiger so the number came wasn't it? 19th mistress came out the day after he checked it I mean how where would you find the time where I, I would you find the time became apparent that he every 
every minute of the day he was riding. Oh, I mean, every minute of the day. Actually, to be honest, like he probably was a sex addict, to be fair. Like, I mean, nobody likes sex that much, for fuck's sake. It's just insane. Nobody does. And if you do, you're a pervert listener. <laughs> sort it out. So, look, Ellen was kind of saying, look, I will give him a chance. Uh, she went, she hung out with him for five days in the in the sex addiction place. Mm. Um, and then basically what happened was, you know, he came out and actually he's right one of the nurses <laughs> i know what a good place to meet sexual partners in a sex addiction clinic i know but he came out was really really contrite did the whole like i it, this was all me i'm so so sorry i'm so sorry oh yeah he said you know some people have speculated that ellen somehow hurt or attacked me on thanksgiving night it hurts me that people would fabricate a story like that he did have a fat lip though that's what the cop said. Yeah, from sucking tits, probably. Sucking the titties gives you... That's actually a top tip. If you don't want to get fillers, guys, actually sucking in an old titty really does the trick. Um, And then he tried to make the marriage work. Ellen was like, no, no, no. Like, this isn't happening. And uh, She hated having him around the gaff all yeah, of a sudden. Like you, like, I mean, God. you know it'd be like, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> <laughs> don't so. fucking touch me oh no and you'll be waiting a good like you'd have to wait a good six months to a year oh, yeah. before you could touch oh, off the person I mean for absolutely and fifth I mean a lot of cups of tea a lot of cups of tea. Fifth of April, then he said of, going forward <sighs> I need to be a better oh, man God. than I was before which is like the understatement of the century. So obviously they did divorce and Ellen got 100 mil. She's now having a baby with an NFL player. Nice. Yeah, he's nice. He's fucking nice. Yeah, no, he's lovely. And she's ready to pop. So the thing with Tiger was, obviously he was around, you know, in the 90s. He was very exciting. He got, look, let's face it, he definitely got us interested in golfing. It's like Stephen Roach and the bloody mountain bikes. Like he did get us interested in the sport. He is. The thing is, I'd say that was happening during the 90s. But, like, as we've said before, people were getting away with shit in the 90s. And as soon as year 2000 came, it seemed to be like there was something happening where people were like, nah, nah, we're going to blow this shit wide open. Yeah. Well, there was, I mean, the mood changed. Like, the climate definitely was different. And yeah. But if if he'd been a golfer, you know. 20 years previously or whatever we may never have found out about this and he could have still been married to oh, yeah. Ellen and, do you know what I mean like I think people would have said oh, fair folks like they would have kind of just left him at it in a way yeah. well I think you know he did in there his... wasn't that culture though of uh, well I suppose you would have seen it during the 90s with the tabloids but you know the whole thing of kind of selling your story about your passionate fucking rendezvous in a bike shed with somebody is a is it kind of a relatively new thing. By the way, bike sheds are awful place, awful places to. Well, a bike shed is an awful place to get your ride on because it's just mm. oh, it's really hard to lean against a bike. It's just then you knock one bike, it's a domino. They're all entangled. It's just a nightmare. Like if you go during the day, yeah. If you go at night time, the bikes are gone. I mean, I'm not talking about having a ride in a bike shed while the kids are fucking inside doing maths. 
Well, look, I, I think, think it's best think, that you left uh, teaching. Emma, I think, I think that it's we, best. I think that we've discussed your son's school enough. Okay, let's say no more. Uh, you stop riding his bike shed. Look, you've got to while away the day somehow. Like, for God's Damn. sake. Anyway, 24 I hours is long. will say, you know, we did get us all into the alcove. Of course, this year he had the big comeback. And my yes. mother is a big Tiger fan. What's her hot take on it? And her hot take is she feels Is she that sure Tiger she's got the right person? Yeah, she absolutely. does have to, okay because we know she, that's been an issue. Uh, she she did say um, at the time that uh, she felt he was really pro- he she like obviously you know anyone's going to be maltreated or whatever, but she felt he was really maltreated, and she thought that he, people kind of victimized him a bit too much, and because he had always been like this rock and roll star in comedy mm. in comedy and golf. <laughs> But this rock and roll star, I'm delirious, uh, this rock and roll star in golf, that people were so quick to jump on the, okay, let's just tear him down now bandwagon. So Mm. she felt that people kind of went too far with it. Like, obviously, he, you know, I mean, since then has been plagued by, like, has had, like, horrific back injuries. He got done for DUI. Do you remember that? Mm. And he is the ultimate comeback king. Because this year, of course, he had his massive comeback and he won in, uh, what was it that he won this year in Augusta? What was that? Golf. It was some golf camp. I'm going to find it here. Is it the, is it the, the open? Like I wouldn't have a breeze because nobody, like Shane would watch a little bit of golf. But like, sure, if when it's in America and stuff, it's on at whatever time. Like, yeah, won the Masters luck. this year, twenty nineteen. Yeah, so he won the Masters this year, and ultimately, I think, and I know we all kind of got kind of carried away with it, but like, I think everyone was really willing him to win. You know, he was the comeback king. He has been through an awful lot. Obviously, played with injury, got done for the DUI. He claimed he was just on all this medication for his back, all the rest. And like when it is you just when you are saying come back, all I can think come, of come come come. All I can think of is you know those um, outtakes from oh what's the program with Leslie Nopes? Oh, Parks Who's and Recreation. Parks and Recreation. Okay. The outtakes and Chris Pratt. They're doing this thing. Oh, um, anyone name any comeback stars or whatever. And he puts up his hand. He goes, uh, Kim Kardashian? And they're oh, like, what? Oh, no. And he's I like, know well, where this got, is going. She got coming her back. Poor Kim. I want to apologize for that comment. I just, I'm. that's a quote. No, but well, when you're saying comeback, that's all I can think it of. It was his back. first major in 11 years. It was his 15th ma- uh, major title that he won. You know, he was after four back surgeries, sex scandal, all the rest. And I just think everyone was like, you go, Tiger. We were just so delighted for him. And, and you know, it did mean so back? much to was him and all the rest. Was that from all the riding? I think they're ha- I'd say it didn't help matters. Let's face it. Because it was kind of a lot of riding in cars and in restaurant toilets and stuff a like lot that. Of, I, I mean, mean any, take its look, toll. anyone who's ever ridden in a car, let's face it, you're definitely not helping your back. No. It's not being kind to your back. It's not being kind. Be guys, be kind to your back. Well, I wouldn't like. I think that's more of a. It's more of a country pursuit, riding in cars. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's nice if you can hang the L head out or some kind of limb. <laughs> well, I could and always you do need spot, to be in a I could always spot uh, people in college straight away. 
if they were from Dublin or weren't because they'd have like these mad fucking bruises. Uh, and you're like, yeah. oh, that's an old gear stick in the neck if ever yeah, saw one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gear stick in the bum is the absolute worst take for me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, poor old Woods. Of course, his name, got his name from Earl's old mate who was a Vietnamese... Um, uh, it was a Vietnamese colonel and he got the name uh, from the mate because his nickname was Tiger and all the rest. And look, he... And his, his son is called Tiger. Is he? Does he have a son called... Is there, is there a Tiger Junior? Okay, let's look up the name of the kids. Hardly. I don't think Ellen would go for that, would she? Well, that was before all the riding and stuff, Okay, Tiger it? Woods kids names. Is that what we want to know? Yeah. Okay. Tiger Woods kids names. No, I knew she wouldn't do it. Sam and Charlie. No, sorry. you just want you just Fake wanted news. to be it wanted it to be Tiger Junior. I, I knew did. Ellen wouldn't do it. Um, before we go, guys, just to say thanks so much for listening, coming into our life. Thanks for all the support. I've been Sheely Che. I've been Emma Dorn. God bless. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. 